Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 9th of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's go straight away to the numbers. We have the Dow Jones closing down 40 points or 0.12%. Had a high of 100 plus and a low of 156 down. 34,113 was the closing level. NASDAQ, though, up 12, continuing that winning streak, up 0.09. And the Russell 500, sorry, the Russell 2000 was down 1.13%, 20 points, 17.14. But the S&P 500 was up four points or 0.1 of a percent. Uh, better than both. 43.83. Bit of a late surge in that one. We've also seen Disney numbers out after hours, which look okay. And uh, that looks as if we should see a little bit of interest continuing for US markets in the futures. I haven't seen them as yet, but I'll bring them to you as soon as I see that. But Disney numbers, okay. And also a firm out after hours as well. That's the US buy now, pay later provider. They were up uh, around 11% in after hours trade. So uh, that is of interest. Dow futures currently uh, down 44 points. And uh, we have got uh, NASDAQ futures as well. Just having a little look at those. Down 7.5. SPY futures, ASX 200 SPY futures, showing a 28-point rise today, 04 of a percent. Resources yesterday got pummeled uh, down 1.5%, mainly because of BHP Rio and Fortescue Golds also under pressure yesterday. Oil stocks remarkably held in despite crude falls. But yesterday certainly was all about the banks. Today will be all about the banks as well as we have had the NAB result drop this morning. Uh, They have boosted annual profit to $7.7 billion, up 8.8%, which some were going for a little bit more than that. But still, uh, they've also pushed the dividend up to $0.84. A net interest margin did drop six basis points to 1.71. Over the full year, the NIM was up nine basis points to 1.74, but we are seeing signs of that increased competition, I guess, in the mortgage market. So that is something. But 90-day arrears and gross-impaired assets jumped only nine basis points to 0.75% in the half. Higher delinquencies across the group's home loan and business lending portfolios were the key drivers there. As far as commentary goes, uh, we uh, expect further challenges as the economic transition continues, but we remain confident in the outlook The Australian economy is proving resilient. Our balance sheet settings are strong and we continue to have attractive growth options across our business. So said the NAB CEO, Ian McEwan. So not a bad effort. uh, Sorry, Ross McEwan. Uh, Not a bad effort there from NAB's Westpac. Do go ex-dividend today. So that will weigh a little bit on the index, but nothing very dramatic. Looking back to the US, as we always do, of course, Uh, We do have the uh, S&P and the NASDAQ up for the day. We have, uh, let's go and run through a few of the stocks. NVIDIA up 1.4%, AMD up 0.2%, Netflix 
up 0.5. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 0.4. Tesla, unchanged. Amazon, down 0.4. Alphabet Spaghetti, up 0.6. Microsoft, I think it's that's an all-time high, up 0.7%. Apple, up 0.6. US banks, a little bit mixed. Bank of America, down 1. Wells Fargo, down 0.1. Goldman Sachs, up 0.2. Morgan Stanley, up 0.6. Citi, down 0.2. Overseas, CBA was up 0.9 of a percent. UBS used to be smart, up 0.3. Barclays down 0.2. Deutsche up 0.1 of a percent. And we did see ResMed down 0.7 of a percent overseas as well. So once again, it was all about bond markets. We do have Fed heads out and about, of course, talking about uh, rates. Uh, they uh, saw US 10 years falling again, 4.515 wasn't only well, it was weeks, not that long ago really, it was banging on the door of 5%. Now 4.51, a big, big uh, drop for the uh, the bond yields. Aussie 10 years, 4.52 as well, still pretty much banging in line with US, down 8.4 basis points. If you're looking for a reason why the stock market continues to rally, look no further than the bond market. US 2 years, 4.938. So those are going well. Bitcoin up 0.5. The US dollar, Aussie dollar, 64.01. US dollar index pretty flat, but uh, certainly all eyes still on the US markets. We do get those Fed heads, uh, but uh, we have seen uh, the Dow snap its best win streak since July, but the NASDAQ and the S&P continuing higher. So uh, not a bad effort there. There were 16 S&P 500 stocks hitting 52-week highs yesterday. Disney, after hours, up around 4% on the back of their numbers. So a pretty good effort from Disney. And NASDAQ futures now down only 7 points. So uh, that's certainly helping there. Turning to commodities now for our market, we've got Brent crude down 2.21%, $1.80. Back below 80 bucks. U.S. gasoline futures, just as an aside, uh, falling to their lowest level since last Christmas when they gave you my heart. Uh, we had uh, WTI down $2.1, 2.7%, $2.11, 75.75. Gold down 18 bucks 30 or 0.93%. The risk off continues in terms of those hedged instruments and uh, perceptions of an expanding war in the Middle East. It certainly seems to be the way of things at the moment. Copper down 0.6, nickel up 1.3, aluminium up 0.1, zinc up 1.8, lead nothing, tin up 0.5. Iron ore better despite the fact that it fell yesterday quite hard up 1%. Dalian iron ore futures up 0.5. We did see uranium come off a smidge. Uh, down 35 cents to 73.65, and lithium down again, uh, down 2.5%. So not helping the lithium stocks overseas, and resource stocks generally overseas a little weaker. BHP ADRs down 0.7, Rio down 0.2, Glencore 1.2, Freeport down 1.2, Anglo-American down 2.1, Albemarle down 2.6, Livent down 0.7, Piedmont Lithium up 1.9. US and European oil and gas stocks eased around 1.2, 1.4% on the back of the oil price falls. We didn't see much in the way of reaction yesterday to uh, Woodside and Santos, but maybe today we will see some reaction to them. Looking at our market today, there's plenty going on. 
We also have Zero, a reported first half NPAT, 54.1 million New Zealand dollars. Market was going for around 56.9, so maybe a little light on. Revenue also a smidge light on, 799.5 versus 805.7 the market was going for. Uh, Subscribers, 3.945, and the market was hoping for 3.955. So um, the outlook, according to the company, along with reinvestment in strategic priorities, management is targeting an operating expense to operating revenue ratio of around 75%. This will improve operating income margin compared to FY23. We also had today some news out from Invictus Energy, has reported the upper Angua initial fluid sample. Cleanup shows gas and liquid hydrocarbons flowing. Still more to come there. Uh, Challenger has expanded its strategic relationship with Apollo. Uh, They have now formed an origination partnership, giving Challenger access to its Apollo's capability. And Apollo will also get uh, a board seat as well. Viva Energy out this morning targets EBITDA above 500 million within five years. This is from their Investor Day presentation. We have Sizzle out this morning as well. Q3 adjusted EBITDA 7.6 million profit. Last year or a year ago, is $1.3 million loss uh, there. Orica, uh, Orica, also out this morning. Uh, underlying NPAT, $369 million, $369 million. Market was going for around $358.1. Revenue of $7.95 billion. A little light on. EBITDA, $1.09 billion, which is a little better. Final dividend, $0.25 cents per share, which is a little better. Earnings skewed to half two more than in FY23, according to the uh, company. Uh, those NABs results in a little more uh, detail. Uh, net interest income, $16.81 billion. Uh, The market was hoping for 16.82. Average interest earnings assets, uh, 966.7. A SETI ratio, 12.22. Uh, the market was hoping for 12.3. But importantly, 90-day past due and grossed in pair assets was up nine basis points, as I said earlier, to 0.75% versus 0.66%. So uh, that is uh, the way of things there. Uh, Let's look at anything else out there. The Lottery Corp upgraded to outperform from neutral at Macquarie. Target increase, though, to uh, decreased to $4.95 from $5.35 but they have upgraded to outperform from neutral. Woodside upgraded to positive from neutral at Evans & Partners. Target has been decreased, though, to 38 bucks from $39. ANZ, we did see that come out early this morning, uh, reports that its uh, second half 23 statutory and cash profit will be impacted by a net after-tax charge of $146 million. bucks. That's related to restructuring consumer customer revenue remediation transaction rate of costs and initial Commonwealth's compensation scheme of last resort. In other news out this morning, one of the IPOs, Cuskill, uh, has been deferred. It was a $514 million float, a payments infrastructure business. Uh, so another one bites the dust, as they say. We do see some uh, numbers out today. What AGMs uh, from Amcor, Cooper, Maya, Nine Entertainment, Seven West Media, and Star Entertainment. We've also got Zip 
uh, AGM out as well. That's just coming out at the moment. Uh, NAB, Orica, and Zero will release their results. In fact, they have released their results. Zip is eyeing positive cash earnings in 2024. Uh, iron ore hits a seven-month high. Uh, this is on the back of reports for support for Country Garden. Seven-month high for iron ore. Uh, Orica number in a little more detail. Strategy net profits 296 million, a 23% increase in total dividends to 43 cents. It expects 2024 earnings to rise on strong commodity demand as well. So uh, there we go. Well, that's about it from me so far today. Thanks very much for listening. As always, may the trading gods be with you. We'll be back again around midday with the members' exclusive podcast. And of course, at the end of the day, with that uh, roundup of all the events from this trading day. Thanks again. Talk to you soon.